0: Janelle Diane is my kind of gal. She's a brand strategist, but she has a heart to want to help people and to repurpose really great clothing. And it's not just about reuse. It's really about the soul of an outfit. You've got to listen to this. So grab yourself a glass of wine. Don't be late. Today's guest is Janelle Diane. Uh, Somebody who I knew that I needed to know because she loves fashion. She loves to help uh, women with brand strategy and to show up the way they want to be seen in the world. So um, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time introducing you, Janelle. I want you to have a a chance to explain about your own reinvention. That was the first thing we talked about when we connected, right? I'm all about reinvention. That's when I started this business right after I turned 50. Um, I want to know what spurred that reinvention in your life and what led you into brand strategy and,
1: well, I'm excited to be here. Um, I've heard lots of your podcasts and, and super excited to finally get on and uh, talk with you, but yeah, you know, my story, um, you know, I started Janelle Diane or I call JD six years ago, but I always say it started a long time, long time before that. Um, and I worked in human resources and organizational development for about 10 years before I chose to jump out and have kids, two boys, um, and become a mom and all of those things. And I think, you know, the lessons that I've learned when I was in corporate America um, about trying to kind of, you know, climb the ladder for lack of a better word, or, you know, try to get ahead and be seen as someone who was a value add to the company and as a strategic partner. And there were some lessons that I learned along the way, um, that kind of stayed with me. Um, and one of the lessons I learned was that, you know, you need to see yourself as you want others to see you. Yeah. And so that kind of culminated, it went in the back of my head and then I leaned down and had children. And during those eight years that I was not in the corporate world, um, I learned a lot about humility. I gained 80 pounds as a mom, uh, carrying my first child, 60 with the second, Um, I, it's 62. I just want you to feel good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and, you know, I think that there's always a reason why things are put in your life. Yeah. And I talk about this in the book. I talk about my childhood. I talk about, you know, career, motherhood, whatever, but there was such humility. And what I learned was that women judge women, people judge women very hard. Um, and when your body isn't where you want it to be or where society says it should be, um, I felt it during those times and it it was, um, it was a gift that I needed to have. Um, and so anyway, so my book kind of talks about HR, human behavior, corporate America, taking a step back. Mm-hmm. And by the time six years ago, I kind of decided, okay, it's my turn now. Um, I was a different person and I also had a different perspective and it was a time in which women in leadership were really, it was coming to the forefront. Um, right. with empowerment was huge. Um, and I was, I was looking around, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd would meet other women in leadership. Some of my friends were going up and, and try, you know rising the ladders, and I'd look at them. I say, "There's something that's missing. Why is it missing that women are powerful leaders? They're representing incredible world brands, yeah, but there's yeah. this disconnect between who they are as a leader, their leadership, you know, style, um, the way in which they they attract, you know, retain and and whatnot their employees, and then the brand in which they represent the values, you know, and and, and who they stand by in the brand." And for me, what I realized was there's a niche market that no one's really capitalized on, which is what they wear, their style, but even how they walk and how they talk, everything about them is essential in order to connect who they are and what they're selling. Because truly, at the end of the day, we all know that you know people don't work for a company, they work for their leader. And they'll always say, I'll follow you from end to the earth, right? Right. Um, and so I started, Working as a brand strategist, I started to go into the fashion world. In that, I wanted to understand how clothes were made, why women bought the clothes, what was the psychology behind these this fast fashion at the time. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of where that style comes from in my book, in the title. But really, my niche is that corporate corporate results, the success of a corporation in the long term, the infinite game, as Simonson says. Um, it's truly about a leadership style. Yeah. And that has to include what she's going to put on her body every morning when she before she leaves the door. Absolutely. Well, and I've um, often coached women um, and
0: heard this said time and time again, people make a judgment about who you are before you ever open your mouth. Yep. So it's important that you are uh, exemplifying who you want to become. So a client who wants to become a chief level officer – Needs to start dressing like one, um, long before she ever gets on the, the track. Wouldn't you agree? Right.
1: No, I definitely agree. And I think um, I think for me, it's taking away that stigma that focusing on what to wear is vain or it's superficial. Yeah, and being able to say actually, it is a very strategic, smart move. Um, and I like to even take it a step further is you need to, you need to dress as you believe in yourself so that others believe in you. Right. Uh, and going back to first impressions, it's, you know, a lot of times I try to keep going in my thought leadership and, and getting as much information out there from others, uh, other experts. And, you know, it takes 0.8 milliseconds to decide whether you trust someone or not. Right. Wow. And uh, yeah, on all senses. And so I like to start sometimes go up and when I give it, when I'm speaking or doing a workshop, I'll, I'll walk up three steps and say, you've already decided if you trust me. Right. That easy. Right. Um, and so the method in which I've created is those three steps to make that split decision to make someone trust you because in a world today where trust happens before you'll listen to truth and, and to establish loyalty, how do we get that trust? And that really starts with what you put on your body. And I always say, you wake up and you, you say, it's not, what am I going to wear today? It's what conversation do I want to have?
0: Right. Yeah. And you have to, to match people. Um, I, I never forget the time that I was on, uh, the executive team with a PR agency. We went to pitch a new client and obviously we didn't do our homework because we all showed up with our Manola and our fancy suits. Good one. Mm-hmm. And the woman greeted us in the lobby, flats, um, not in manila blocks. <laughs> <So. laughs>
1: more red bottoms, probably either. Um, um, well, yeah. it, you
0: could tell that she was, she, we, we immediately just knew, oh, we are too shiny. We are too shiny. We should have done more research. Yeah. And I think it's really important to know that. And I know now um, when to show up in, in my sensible shoes and when to show up in my high heels. It, yeah. Wouldn't you say, um, how do you, how do you help somebody to develop that instinct though?
1: Yeah. So it's actually, you know, it's for you and you understand that mindset too. That's why I built or I designed this method because what it does was is it's story style brand and why I put style in the middle is because you have to figure out what the conversation you want to have is. Yeah. And so part of that decision is who's your audience, Right. What product are you talking about? Where are you going to meet? Um, Who are those leaders? Have you done your research on what they look like? What do they like? You know, what are their values? Are they big hikers? Like you have to learn everyone that you're going to be speaking to. Um, And then what, you know, all of that has to start first before you walk into a meeting. Uh, A good example is a client of mine, Ebony uh, Freelix beckwith She's the chief philanthropy officer for Salesforce.org. And I work with her every year during Dreamforce. We were go- she was going to be talking about um, working with the Girl Scouts of America uh-huh. and raising money um, to give back to that charity and you know she has a lot of those shoes in her closet that we all love and okay. she looks great in the red bottom or the monolos, right but you know we're really mindful to say look those are that's not our audience today right. we need to go up there and she wore green some blue so that's the hint of you know kind of an ode to who she was speaking about but we really need to be mindful um or it could it could off put you and, and you don't want to hear what she has to say because it's kind of this she's above me and you know what message do I want to learn from her?
0: Yeah, well and I I know I sent out into some specific style questions, but um when you're talking about developing trust the minute you stand in front of a group, what do you think makes their first judgment?
1: What what is it about my appearance that they're gonna look at first? So it's a gut response. It's actually so quick that you're not quite sure. Um but typically, uh, it's 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 what you hear, what you see, what you smell, the sound. It's all of these senses that hit you within a split second. So, to give you a little bit more of um, kind of the gray matter, why gray matter matters to be kind of geeky about science. Um, Love it. That if you look way 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 back, it's that fight or flight mentality that we all know. The adrenaline kicks in. So if if we hear something, if we see something, and we don't know what it is. You know we're either going to run away from it or run to it. Right. And that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to give off a whole kind of energy mm-hmm. to and say, yeah. I got this, you can relax, I got this. Yeah. And what happens when I work with a client, it's not just for the audience, but it's for her really at the end of the day. We all know that feeling that when you put on the right thing, the shoulders go back, the chin goes up, and you're going to own anywhere you go. You know that feeling, right? Yeah. And so when she feels that, everyone wants to be around it. They don't know why sometimes. They yeah. just know that like, wow. It's not, oh, here she is. It's wow, she's here. I want to be a part of this. I want to learn more. I want to I want to I want to feel the way she's making me feel more often. Yeah. I want to follow her as a leader.
0: I love the distinction you made between here she is and ah, oh, she's here. Yes. There's a belonging. I yes. I often say that coaching is really all about the shoes. My husband said, "You walk into a networking thing, and there are six coaches in there. How do you decide which coach you 're going to work with and Absolutely. I said they might very well choose me because of my shoes they or my jacket or the first words that come out of my mouth, but there 's a resonance that happens in a room, and you either get it or you don 't, so you have to do your research right and, you know so I might wear my boots with the local Chamber of Commerce, but I might wear the heels with the downtown Chamber of Commerce. It just makes a difference.
1: Yeah, it does, and I think um, I think women uh, we are wired differently, um, and so we do notice those things uh, very quickly. Um, yeah. You know, I think what's also even even a better space for for what I do now and for women moving forward is that women are the largest global consumer. in the the country, right? So, or actually in the the world, 80% uh, of all buying decisions or influences are made, right? Right. And so what's even now more fascinating is if we can understand the woman as a leader and we can understand the way that we make decisions. And now we know that the women, there are the buying power are what I call power piece or our conversation starter for you would be your shoes is even more critical. I had an executive CEO who was, trying to close a deal with uh, one of the largest banks in the United States. And so I was like, all right, what's your, what's your conversation piece? Tell me what it's going to be. Right. And she's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, okay, your shoes. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you got to go to your shoes. Everyone's going to be wearing heels and you got to go a little bit different. And she said, and we did our research. I mean, we, we knew who we were going to talk about and all that stuff. She walked in she's like, the, the, chief marketing officer was on the phone and she was talking and she said, you know what? I got to go. I, I like this lady. I love her shoes. And hung up and she closed the deal. And it's just that initial kind of approach. Um, I always like to try and explain it to, to women, especially about, you know, when you're at a party and someone walks in and you see this woman across and she's just walking in with this cool overcoat, right? Yeah. You want, you like, love her. You won't yeah. remember what she wore underneath that. Oh, right. right. It doesn't even matter. It's that initial, like, I want to do that. And yeah. That's pretty powerful. It's pretty fun. That wearable art, that
0: conversation starter. Uh, I wonder if you have ever watched Madam Secretary. I have. Hey, Eleni, she um when she first goes into office, the first thing that chief of staff makes her do is see a stylist because she's dressed like a professor. Yeah. And I yep. thought that was pretty interesting. So I had started watching throughout the entire show, everything that she wore. And I noticed specifically that she had very practical, but nice shoes the whole time. But I just, I thought that was an interesting thing. Did you notice that when? So
1: I I don't watch, I know, I know exactly the show and I I have seen her. The show that I watched a lot um, was Robin Wright in House of Cards. Uh Um, And I think her outfits could either come across cold, which I thought was brilliant with the way that you style them because it, it goes along with the with the storyline, right? Where she's right. And she's harsh and all those different things. But, um, you know, I, I love the idea of trying to figure out the shoes or what it, it is. I think what I do that's so different is that I would, you take it even a step further back and it'd say, okay, Madam Secretary, who are you? Who are you, right? And if we can figure out who she is, just as who she is, who she is a leader, what she believes in, her morals and values are, you know that then will go into sensible shoes, but those shoes are going to be sensible for who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes my clients it'll be really important uh, with this eco environment and being mindful of all of the, um, you know, landfills and fast fashion. Yeah, we'll make sure that we put brands on from designers that align with their with their views. So, right. so Hartney, right is very uh, anti-animal products. So right. I, I said, well, and that's the conversation starter. Right? Vivian Absolutely. Westwood's, yeah, Vivian Westwood's really about keeping the ocean blue. That's a conversation starter for a client of mine. So there's so much power that you can do with what you put on.
0: Well, and it, it just showcases your talents. Honestly, I would be really, really intimidated if I were a very visible brand and needed to worry about who I might offend with my jacket or my vegan suede or, or the opposite. <laughs> yeah. And, it's, it's overwhelming for someone who really doesn't pay a whole lot of attention to that.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll have uh, women, I'll be hired to go in to meet with them and, you know, they will kind of put up that initial front that says, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't make it to where I am today worrying about what I wear. I said, absolutely. And I'm not here to change what you wear, but I'm here to figure out where you want to go and where you see yourself. Does that align? Mm -hmm. And I'm here to go on a journey. And the last thing I'm going to ask you is you're close now. And then else we say, tell me about how you lead, right? Tell me about what you love to do. Why do you work for the company you do? Right. And slowly I make her, I, I help her realize, and I build trust with her to say, I'm not here to change you. I'm here to make sure everyone sees you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a
1: little bit different. That's yeah.
0: so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. And you know, it, <laughs> It just occurred to me the the nonprofit that you started yeah. beyond us takes that to a different level, um, yeah. to make that brand awareness available to people who you know really can't afford the the level of fashion they'd like. What was the inspiration behind that?
1: So, to go way back since we have some time, um, I grew up um, where I didn't have a lot of money. Um, my mom uh, has lupus um, and most of my life she was in the hospital in and out. Money was tight, um, but I lived in an amazing community. And every summer, the block would get together and take all their big black trash bags of clothes that didn't fit and we'd dump them onto the front lawn of my house uh, and we'd just pillage through it. And we would just have to swap. Um, yeah. And so I remember one of my dear friends, Hillary, She, one time, I think I was in second grade, she gave me her, her skirt. Now, I don't know what the, you know, I'll always remember the skirt. I think I might still have the skirt, but she gave me the skirt and she's like, you can wear this skirt. Right. And I was like, so I'll never forget the feeling on that first day that I wore that skirt and uh, the power that I felt that I did not not just have myself, but I had Hillary with me. Yeah. That was like, someone believed in me and someone thought I could rock it too. So. Fast forward to 2017, actually, about two and a half years ago, I was doing this with all these, these amazing women, all these clients, and we would find all these pieces that no longer spoke to them, right? They lived these stories of these dresses mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I just, I was like, I don't want to just give them the goodwill or dress for success, which they're amazing charities and they're amazing ways to help. But what if I could be a Hillary, right? Yeah. What if I could do that for other women to turn around, reach down and say, come with me, we got okay. you. And so uh, what I do now is I will pair, and I'm look, always looking for more beyond us women, but um, I will pair pieces of the clothing whether she wore it at the White House, whether she wore it on a job interview, whatever it may be, and I'll find someone, I talk about it in my book, a, a woman in Alaska, and I'll find a person that matches the story in which it's going to give, the, the sizing, right? All of those different things. Yeah. And then I packed it up, right? I packed it up. I write a little note. It's anonymous. I just wanted, and I let the client tell me what, but it's like, this is for you. I want you to know that I wore it here. It gave me such power. I know that you can do the same thing. I'm wishing you all the best for your XYZ, whatever you're going to be doing. And all I ask is that you pass it on. And if you write a letter back, we would love to know how it felt, you know, for you. Nice. And so I send it out. All Alaska has to do is just send me a quick little text or whatever it may be. And what I found that made me say, okay, this is a platform that I'm ready to now take on. Like this, this is why I get up in the morning. Yeah. is when I go back to my client, I'm like, oh my gosh, Alaska loves it. Right. And she's blah, 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 whatever the story might be. And um, I just want to let you know, you made a difference. And the first thing they typically, I'd say 95% of the time they say, what else can I give? Right. Yeah. And I think that changes the way we see repurposing. Right. It changes the way we see, um, you know, it's not about buying new things. It's about sharing stories. Yeah. And and I want to be that missing link that, because for me growing up, Goodwill was my store. Oh Uh, yeah.
0: My girls all shop at three daughters. We all shop at consignment resale shops. We love to reuse and, um, get really quality items yes. yes just like a treasure hunt
1: yes i mean i i love real real um i sometimes i'll go i'll actually try and maybe weed a client out to see if they're my client by wearing target and if that kind of like well I'm like well then you're probably not my client because i'm not here for the labels right i'm here for getting you to where you feel most confident and sometimes my clients i'll tell them they can't spend anything that we're going to just sit in their closet and we're going to we're going to live with that and see what we can do um yeah yeah i just i just yeah. So I was the Beyond Us girl. Um, and there's so many out there. And that's why I wrote the book, just to amplify how can I get this method, these these just simple steps, so that we can all walk around being seen.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I I love the idea that you're planting the seed of helping people to see how they can really empower somebody else.
1: You yes. know, if
0: I'm wearing a suit that somebody uh I really admire, gave me, I feel yeah. like I'm carrying her legacy, I'm carrying her power and her energy in that meeting, and um, it, it triggers a whole different
1: mindset. Right, and that goes back into this, this theory of incog, enclosed cognition, uh-huh. again, go back into the gray matter, but yeah. it's, it's, it's a visceral, cellular response to wearing something that makes you feel connected. Right. Right. That's why it's like, oh, when you, you'll never get rid of your grandmother's sweater. Right. So what I say is let's not get rid of it. Let's tweak it. Let's put, let me teach you how to wear it. But
0: mm-hmm. you're never
1: going to get because you're not getting rid of grandma. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're wearing that suit. Yeah, walking, for me. Right. So you're walking in that suit. And in some sense, you're like, she did this. I can do this. Right. And you're going to then when it's time, you're going to let that go so mm-hmm. that our causes don't continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Right.
0: Um, yeah. I have this policy that every time I get a new item, I have to take one away, and determine where it's going to go. Either I gift it. I have this thing that you would love. It's called swap to you drop. It's just a party at my house, where right. everyone brings a couple of bags of clothes. We yeah. drink wine until we're a little bit silly, and then we just try on clothes. It's wine wine stain remover. But, but, yeah. Well, the wine stays in the kitchen, so we don't mess up anything. But but the great thing about this party is that you have your girlfriends there saying you have to take that. Oh, that looks fabulous on you or
1: don't. uh <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. And that's, we just all need permission sometimes yeah. to feel beautiful again. And I try, sometimes I actually talk about it. Um, I was talking to my son the other day about it because, you know, they're more and more interested in what I do. And, um nice. and, and uh, because, and I said, you know, it's kind of like when I was a little girl and most girls were taught, oh, dress up and you can be whatever you want. And you can be a princess, and, you know, and you go to your closet and try things on. Mm-hmm. And then as we got older, as we get older, it's no, you're not supposed to do that. Right. That's too short. Short hair is not okay. Long hair is okay. And we start to get conformed yeah. and we're told, you know, and then in high school, cover this up and they, now you need to dress with a suit and long pants. And we're suddenly trying to conform. And all we're trying to do is to fit in. Right. Yeah. And we're trying to be enough. And yet that little girl in the closet still wants to have fun and still play. And so what I try to do is I say, let's go inside out. Like you do with your girlfriends with a glass of wine. It's let's just stop thinking about everything that we're supposed to be thinking about. Let's have fun. And from that, we're going to tell you as your your girl squad, you got it. Right? Don't put it back in the closet. Bring it out. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Um, And that goes to leadership though too, right? That goes to a woman or a leader that walks in her, her leadership style has to be authentic and real, and it has to begin with her knowing who she is. Right. And that has to ta- start with what she wears, how she carries herself It involves style. Yeah. It's critical.
0: Well, yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, critical part of anyone starting a business, developing their brand, their client avatar yeah. and yeah. understanding what does she wear? What does she read? What does she say? Right. And it's just um, a really good thing to be aware of. And you're you're, releasing powerful women into the world with this process.
1: It's been fun. It, the transformation is crazy um, because I work with them about three months. And I said, look, if I've done my job, you don't need me after three months. Yeah. You got this. So to watch them from backstage when they walk onto stage for, you know, interviews or whatnot, I do get chills. It's bittersweet. Um, I'm always their fan. I still talk to them all the time. Most of my <laughs> endorsers are my clients. It's been, it's been a, a crazy ride, but you know, my book is to get more to amplify it. Um, I only have so many hours in the day. Um, 2020 is about me being able to get to meet with, you know, talk with you and your viewers and your listeners and, you know, to say, Hey, join me on this thing. It's going to be fun. You know, I love it.
0: So tell us again, the name of the the book and
1: where we can get it probably in all the places. Sure. Um, the book is story style brand right here. Lovely.
0: Um,
1: and it's story style brand, While white corporate results are a matter of personal style. Um, and you can reach out to me, uh, on my website, JanelleDiane.com, mm-hmm. um, and, or LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter, um, but yeah i'm just super thrilled to start 2020 off like this with you yeah
0: it's a great way to start and you're just a great testament for women's history month of women
1: making history thank you i hope so i have a legacy to leave and it's not quite defined yet but
0: i know mother of two running a successful business this is this is what our daughters need and our sons too (laughs) I, i live in that world so you know one of the questions that I ask everybody because it is called Women Wine and Leadership is what wine do you pull out in the uh,
1: Friday afternoon? Depends on the Friday. Um, given that I live about an hour and a half from Napa, uh, there's a lot of wine out this way. Um, you know, I typically, if it's kids after school, you know, nothing super fancy, I typically go for a Malbec. I fell in love with Malbec's, um, in Chicago. I lived there a couple, uh, couple years ago. Uh, and one of my friends, husband's from Argentina. And so he yeah. got me into that. Yeah. So I love Malbec, but, um, and a Pinot Noir is probably a good one. You, you, honestly, I, I, I don't discriminate. You okay. don't discriminate. You like that. No, no wine is wine is amazing. It's the journey of where you get to the glass, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. every, okay. so- every bottle is different. So much philosophy
0: around wine. We could take another hour talking about that. Yeah. I yeah. used to live in San Francisco. I'm kind of jealous. Oh. I miss it. <laughs> and Were you in the city? Or? I was in the city, kind of in the Marina District.
1: Okay. Um, yeah.
0: Then I so got you- married and transferred to Colorado. So here we are. But whenever I get a chance, I get back to the city just to hang out.
1: Yeah, no, I love, I, you know, once you understand the history and the, the journey of just the crushing and all the way through, I will say um, it's, it's, you have to really enjoy it. I mean, one, like the feeling when you open, I, when you open it up and you have your first step, you're like, okay, life's good. We're good. Everything's good. So it's yeah, beautiful. It's the journey. It's great.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time yeah. on the podcast today. I can't tell you how much fun this is for me.
1: Yeah. Likewise. Thank you so much. Yeah, definitely.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of women, wine and leadership. If you're looking for more personal strategies to live your whole life in a really excellent way, I encourage you to go to 360 life strategies on Facebook and just check out all the strategies that we post on a regular basis Stay in touch with our conversation on Instagram at Donna Carlson 360. And you know, if you're curious and you want to know what else is going on, go to 360lifestrategies.com, sign up for our mail list. And most of all, would you rate this podcast? Because gosh, I just want to know what's working for you and what we should keep doing. Have a great day and join us next time.